it's not that we're going to say anything inflammatory. It's that we're going to say things that we're not allowed to say. Look to who you're not allowed to criticize. That's where the problem is, right? Well, I've got news for you. Who are we not allowed to criticize? It's Davos. That's who they just told us this week. We're not allowed to criticize them or any of their policies. NordVPN is becoming more than just a VPN. Threat protection will guard your device against malicious websites, malware, trackers, and intrusive ads, even if you're not connected to a VPN server at the time. Step up your cybersecurity and stay safe. Hi, this is an extract of a much longer video. If you want to watch the whole video, you can find it on Odyssey, bit.ly slash crypto rich odyssey. It will also show up on Threespeak and on Rumble, bit.ly slash crypto rich odyssey or bit.ly slash crypto rich Threespeak or bit.ly slash crypto rich Rumble. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Um, I'm going to stop saying this is crypto rich getting rich rich crypto because we're not. We're just we're just laughing and commenting on, on the craziness that's going on in the world. I'm joined by Tom Luongo uh, and Alex Craner. Extraordinary, extraordinary commentators. Please follow them and subscribe to them and use their services. Uh, Tom, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over at my blog at TomLuongo.me. You can follow me on Twitter at TFL1728, where the very worst version of me will show up every day because I control the feed. And uh, you can follow me on Patreon, of course, and support the the, the work over Patreon slash Gold Ghosts and Guns, where you can sign up for the newsletter or in the private blogs and the podcast and all the rest of it. So yeah, then those are all great. Those are all great. And Tom is bad on um, Twitter, but he is entertaining and sharp, as is your writing, Tom. Alex, where can people find you? Likewise, on Twitter, my handle is at Naked Hedgy, and they can also find me on Substack, Alex Craner's Trend Compass. Yes, yes. And you support people with trading from like following trends. And yes, I also provide a daily uh, trend following uh, newsletters, producing directional exposure and timing signals for about 200 financial and commodities markets. Uh, and I always offer one month trial free of charge with no strings attached so if anybody um can benefit from that kind of a service they're welcome to request very good very good and i have all the links in the description below and i thought ursula von der leyen's speech was particularly revealing because what did she say she says that our greatest problem is not the wars it's not the climate climate who knew you know we all thought the climate was the biggest thing it's not the pandemics it's the misinformation and disinformation, which most of the rest of us um, pretty much recognize as truth or at the very least as 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 freedom of expression. So she's a she's admitting that this is the biggest problem for the, for them. And she's also admitting why, because it's um, 
making it very, very difficult for them to implement solutions to the most pressing challenges of the world, blah, 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 right? But that's almost exactly what she said. So it means, in other words, that they can't really, they can't really do what they intended to do unless they have full and complete control of the narrative and unless they can fully and completely manipulate us into following along and complying, which is where they're failing. Mm -hmm. So that also tells us that all we have to do to defeat them is continue doing what we're doing, discovering the truth, assimilating the truth, and disseminating the truth as, as best we can. And they're going to try to censor us. They're going to try this and that. But, you know, it's 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 very, it's, it's impossible to make... Uh, um, an airtight barrier between the world and truth. So, just I mean, now where they're going next, I don't know that, you know, that's what Alex is, what we've been talking about now for the last 20 or 30 minutes is, you know, what are they going to do next? They're going to continue to escalate. They need a war somewhere. And they're desperately lashing out across all the theaters, the Middle East, Ukraine, China, period. And look, I was just, you know, as Alex was talking, I was making sure that I was, I was because we, I, we did this this morning, I literally hadn't had a chance to even like catch up on the, the news. So I was just scrolling to my Twitter feed and what do I see? Pakistan and, and Iran this morning are just are getting ready to restore diplomatic ties. But I thought last week they were going to, they were going to war because they sent missiles at each other. Because what a shock. We can do, we can do the math, folks. MI6 knew this was coming, started to try and create a border skirmish between Iran and Pakistan. And this is the American-controlled government in Pakistan. This isn't Imran Khan's government. This is yeah. the one that they installed <clears throat> is now restoring diplomatic ties to Iran. Like you're talking, you know, so on Monday, we were talking about Iran and Pakistan going to war. And what a shock. Like, so briefly, I'm like, so MI6, how does it feel with that stick up your ass? Because, so, Rich, if you're on mute, you Sorry, want to, you just, want to speak to Pakistan, that, this is important. So yes, I brought it up on purpose. I wanted to get you into the conversation. No, thank you. Just on that, it, good to mention MI6 because the role that the British play isn't really understood. No. And I noticed that with, with, my, with my family because, we're you know, we're following what's going on in the Middle East and what's going on with Pakistan and everything. But the new British ambassador came into came to Pakistan, was appointed, and then it was a few days later that we had the removal of Imran Khan. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been putting the feelers out and everything about what's going on in Pakistan and looking here and there. And I've had to be careful because uh, I can't comment on the situation, can't be critical of the Pakistani government um, the way that it is currently, the way that they operate currently. Hey. If it if it helps, Pakistani government is the best. <laughs> yeah, we want to keep her out of jail. So what are you going to do? You're going to get squeezed out because you have no chance at all to maintain your order. What does that mean? Well, that means that the Western financial institutions, JP Morgan, Citigroup, uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, European banks, are going to lose control of all that collateral, which is massive. And that's, I think, only a question of time. It's not a question of whether, it's just a question of when. And I think we're not looking at a 10-year thing. I think we're looking at the next year or two. Wow. And I'm telling you that the people who don't have any collateral are the ones that are trying to keep the collateral as cheap as possible for their banks because their banks are the farthest underwater. And it's not J.P. Morgan. It's not Goldman Sachs. And it's not Morgan Stanley. Sorry, it's, you know, it's Commerce Bank. It's Barclays. Okay? It's Credit Agricola. It's in San Paulo, okay? It's these banks. 
here's what I like to say about Israel. It seems to me that the that Israel is being sacrificed right at this very minute. And that it's being sacrificed almost without any safety precautions that it could it could end up being the suicide of Israel. I did an interview I'm, I'm with um, right now. with an Orthodox rabbi, Rabbi Beck in North London. And I actually went to see him because he said, you want to interview me, we'll meet me in person. He said him and his family, they left Israel to, yeah, to the there you go. as a protest. He said, Orthodox Jews don't support Zionism. We don't support Zionism. And I asked him, I said, well, what's your solution for the issue for what to happen with Israel and Palestine? And he said, well, our, our solution is for Jews and Muslims to live together side by side as equals. As one we state, Iran, right? As we do in Morocco. One state, one state solution, as we're doing in Iran currently. And there is a Jewish, a beautiful Jewish community in Iran. There is a hospital in Iran, a Jewish hospital, completely Jewish, founded by the government, completely. Mm. The Jews have their own MP. Even though there's only 30,000 Jews in the region to have an MP, it's about a half million. And Jews have their own MP representative in the parliament. So I'm coming with a message of peace. Let's live together like we live for centuries together. This is my message. Yeah. So power to people like him and the others. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. So the the point being is that, and again, it's not that we're going to say anything inflammatory. It's that we're going to say things that we're not allowed to say, okay? And because, but but the truth is that we are, that the line is starting to shift back into a direction that's more rational and that, you know, the... um, now the line has moved away from, you know, the old adage that look to who you're not allowed to criticize. That's where the problem is, right? Well, i got news for you. Who are we not allowed to criticize? It's not the Jews, folks. Yep. You know, in the states of sense, the Jews, right? It's Davos. That's who they just told us this week. We're not allowed to criticize them or any of their policies. Okay. It's moved. The line has moved somewhere else. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the other thing that, that I think gets ignored or people aren't conscious of, within, certainly within the UK, is the animus, the historical animus between Britain and Russia and how it shapes their relations. And you know, I, I can see, because I go to Pakistan and I see the animus between India and Pakistan, and I'm out of that. So I'm able to go there and I can see it as an outsider. And I can draw and when I go to Pakistan and I see how Russia is represented in the Russian media, even though Pakistan historically hasn't been close to Russia. Sorry, the Pakistani media, Russia, Pakistan has been close to China. I said, oh, it's a very different picture to the one we get here. So there's this animus that the British were never able to subjugate those dirty Slavs. Not my turn of phrase, by the way, but those Russians. No, 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 no. And and nobody has been really. Tom, Alex, thank you so much. It's been such a joy and a, a real education, certainly for me. And I hope for people watching, if you have any comments, questions, put them in the description below. Please share this video and I'll have the links to Tom in the description below. Not the links to Tom, but the links to his website and stuff. And Alex, your links. Yeah, I don't want to be doxxed. That's right. <laughs> It's already bad enough. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great pleasure and warm greetings to all the viewers and listeners. Absolutely. And Alex, I'll talk to you Friday when we're on with Sean Newman. Yep. All right. <laughs>